0: Ready? You want me to roll this one. If you're feeling oh, gun, how about yeah, it? Let me get, let me get, let me get some energy. Yeah, get here.
1: some. Come on, son. Let me get the energy. Come on. All
0: right. We we uh. Give me a little.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Go! What's going, on, buddy? On today's episode of the Burnout Podcast, the National Academ—bruh, academies? Bruh, Bruh.
1: academia nuts? It literally says academies. Bruh, academies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, you are really off. What's going on, buddy? Welcome back
0: to another episode of the Burn Down. Today's episode: The National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine validates PCA call for premium cigar category. What the hell does that even mean? We're gonna talk about it. Coming up next on the Burn Down. I thought it was like national. I always assumed he was gonna say National Academic Society of. Saudi. What did you call it? National what? National academies. <laughs> That's like the fucking diploma. Diploma.
1: Diploma. Cigar. Simonier, Diplomat. Diploma in Dominican Republic. Diploma. Diploma. You mean diploma? <laughs> wow. Oh, academies. Gosh. Got it. Academies. Come on, son. What's going, on, buddy? Welcome back to another episode of the Burndown. Yeah, my name is Justin, A.K.A. the Dapper Cigar.
0: I'm
1: Eric, A.K.A. Brother Cigar, and boy, we do have some fun stuff to go through today. The National What Academies? Academies. <laughs> the National I, Academies. It was only a matter of time. Eric got you know, diploma. I got academies. It's diploma. All good. A- I got you know It's gonna be part of the episode now. So I'm editing this one, so you're at my mercy. So might have to be thrown in there. It is what it is. But if you're new to this channel, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, and please hit that
0: bell to be notified for every single time we drop a new video. We have new episodes every single Friday. Dang. And we have other videos throughout the week. Check out the website, BurnDownPodcast.com. Become a member. It's only five dollars a month. You get exclusive access to five partnering stores right now. That is Nova Cigar, Revive Vinyl, Kansas Clean to Whiskey, CigarandPipes.com, and the Unicorn Hunters Club. Woo! $5 a month, plus you get access to members-only monthly giveaways. Yes, sir. Hell of a deal. 5 bucks a month, podcast.com Eric, let's get into the episode.
1: Let's go. Well, first of all, welcome. You're coming out of your shell. I came over a little bit earlier today, and you're a little, a little lethargic, a little... Looked like a bag of dicks and uh, not your personal self. So I just came in. I just said, hey, man, you need a hug. Let's just hug it out real quick. You know, sometimes, you know. I, <sighs> I think the hug rejuvenated you.
0: Yeah, You know, some days you're just, you're not always. 100%. Uh, not always, you know, not the life of the party all the time. So some days I get a lot of shit that happens, you know, with emails and this, that, and the other thing. And you just, you know, you need a little you need a little something. You something, a little bro hug. You had, to, you, had to, you had to start the episode with the. um. <laughs> Uh,
1: Come on, son. You mm-hmm. gotta,
0: you gotta get it going. So we're back in action. We have a good cigar. I'm gonna smoke today. We have a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and I got
1: my bro sitting across from me. Hey, we're gonna go over some some new industry news, some cigar, yeah, hot points, hot topics, whatever you want to call so it. I feel like people probably already know about this this oh, report yeah. that came out. Well, this by the time this episode comes out, it'll be a, it'll be a few weeks out. But granted, not everyone reads up on the industry news. Not everyone understands what goes on. So we're here to kind of go through it a little bit. We got some articles um, talking about this subject, which is basically saying that the FDA hired the National Academ- Academies, Academies, <laughs> the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine, to uh, kind of go. Through what a premium cigar is. What are the qualifications? You know, what are they looking for? And uh, after their review, they finalized. They didn't. They didn't define what a premium cigar is, but they said, you know what? I think it does deserve its own category. It's not this broad topic of cigar, cigarette, vape. It doesn't fall underneath the same umbrella.
0: Which is kind of. Which is. Which is good because a lot of times they try to just rope us in with everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's never the case. It's always. It's a different. You know they're two completely different entities. But uh, for people that don't know about this this report that came out, it was called Premium Cigars: Patterns of Use, Marketing, and Health Effects." About a five hundred and twenty-something page report. Five hundred twenty-six or twenty-one pages, something I think. like that. It's five hundred plus. So it's a long, long report. Uh, lots of detail. You can certainly go and
1: Google it and. We'll put the link in the You know, type in your yeah. information. I think you have to type in your information to download the report or something. Yeah, you do. Because I actually downloaded it and I looked at, I looked at how many pages it was and said, nah, I'll read the Half Wheel article. So, yeah. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, so then the Half Wheel came out with an article going through some of the pointers.
0: Um, and then there was also a press release from the NAS- NASEM, which is the uh, National Academy Science of Engineering and Medicine. Yeah. Wow, there's a press release there. But before we get into all of that, we got to light up a stogie because... I fucking need one. Yes, you do, sir. Okay. So, I believe this is the uh, mil Diaz by... Talk to me. Who's it by? I don't know who it's by. Who is the mil Diaz by? It is
1: by... Let's look it up here for you, quick, son. I'm going to let you look it up. Yeah, I, I like to be in control here. Mil-Dias? How do you even spell that? M-I-L-D-I-A-S. M-I-L-D-I-A-S.
0: So, it's the mil Diaz cigar. It's not McAlef because... I, you always think yeah. it's McCaliph with the M on it. with the M it's not McCaliph. Like right? It is um
1: Heads? Is it? It says Yeah, Crown Heads. Crown Heads, yeah, okay. There you go. Crown, I like Crown Heads. So what are you smoking? And now you I got have. A good you got a good one, man. This is uh I actually have never smoked this particular cigar before. Is really? Not yeah, no. I actually I don't think I think I've smoked the the non cohiba brand maybe once or twice. What um, do you mean the non... Like the, the I'm sorry. Oh, non-Cuban. Cuban, Non-Cuban. What did I say? Non-Cohiba, Non-Cohiba brand. Yeah, I went, the non-Cuban Cohiba brand. Maybe once or twice when I first started smoking cigars, but... Well, that's a really good one. Yeah, I remember you having uh, a lot of high aspirations for this cigar, and uh, I have it, and I wanted it with a cup of coffee, and by golly, by golly that's what we got. So I got the Cohiba Connecticut, beautiful band, metallic, White and gold with a beautiful cup of coffee brought to you by the Justin Heisig household. So, without okay, without further so ado.
0: Light it up. That's actually a great, great stick. And I, I'm not a big non-Cuban Cohiba uh, fan, smoker, I should say. I'm a fan of them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't smoke a lot of them. I have smoked that one. That's a great stick. I've smoked the other one, the the Spectre, I think. Uh, but I do smoke a lot, just the regular
1: Cohiba Cubans. Okay, I, I so. love this lighter, man. This lighter is so good. Ne- I I have terrible luck with torches, as you know. This one, oh, I don't even know who makes it. I know it's it's Caldwell has his name on it, but I don't even know. Oh, right here. Oh, Vizzle Vizzle Vizzle
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, i I can see the uh, the company, like I can see the lettering. I just couldn't see what it, what it yeah. said,
1: but I can picture the. Yeah, Vizel, V I Mm sol so here we go all right so eric talk to me so you sent me
0: this article you said hey we're gonna talk about this on a podcast so i read through the article and i gotta be honest man like after the day that i had i was just like you know what i don't want to fucking read this and i read it anyway gotta be prepared man and it was interesting there was a couple things in here it kind of you know
1: it was a couple good pointers i got the the, the general gist of it but eric tell me uh So I saw this on Instagram when it first came out and I posted about it, you know, the PCA making the announcement. So I wanted to read up on it. So I printed out the PCA's version of it, kind of just a high level overview. And then uh, I have here from Half Wheel, 11 things, Nassim's premium cigars, patterns of use, marketing and health effects. So we kind of go through his
0: Uh, taking. So so, so Half Wheel
1: read, this is the press release, Half Wheel read the full article and then Jotted down 11 things. So there's a point in here in Half Wheel's article that talks about PCA and why they're excited. So I want to start – it's like, it's like his seventh point. So I want to start with that. But essentially, the title from PCA is NASA's Validates PCA, Call for Premium Cigar Category. So like we said, uh, FDA uh, hopefully – I mean certainly NASA is acknowledging that – NASA <laughs> NASM is uh, acknowledging that premium cigar has distinct characteristics – Um, not just, they don't fall into the umbrella of cigar, like a machine made cigar that goes in the gas station or, uh, to just overall tobacco with cigarettes and vape and e-cigs. Which is good because that's essentially what cigar smokers have been
0: pushing for the longest time is that we are two completely different bodies. It's not the same. You can't rope us all together with cigarettes and machine made tobacco and vaping and all that. It's
1: completely different things. Absolutely. and that's, so that's why and that's plus and that's why it is a plus so um, it's saying acknowledging that premium cigars have distinct characteristics method and frequency of using result uh, of use results in different health outcomes compared to other tobacco products um, echoed by the PCA's testimony that premium cigars represent a unique product that present a lower risk to public health basically saying that you know people who smoke premium cigars uh, aren't inhaling the cigar first and foremost there's no additives there's no chemicals in here leading to less health hazards as if you were to smoke a cigarette or smoke a cigar and inhale it see and that's that kind of brings up the the
0: discussion of when you read into these articles right and they're 500 plus pages uh, reports i should say 500 plus pages and if you really read into it the first you know a little blip right here is gonna say one thing and then 300 pages later it says another thing it's like i feel like you.
1: it's actually funny that you mentioned that because he mentions something like that in this article here i feel like you're
0: almost padding your report just to make it 500 pages like like i'm a high school kid trying to write an essay at the last minute and i'm just um, gonna bullshit it just to add get to the word count of a thousand words you know what i'm saying
1: now he he mentions uh who wrote this charlie right charlie Charlie Minato from Half Wheel, he mentioned saying something like that. Like, you know, uh, he got a text from someone in the FDA or something. Oh, yeah, from I remember someone. that.
0: He was saying that the person read it and, and said it was bad, and then 10 minutes later read more of it
1: and said it was good, and it's like the but, article's going back and forth. And the guy, Charlie, kind of it kind of fogged his mind going into the article because he, he's expecting it to be bad, and then, he's, and then two seconds later, it's like, well, it's actually good, and then he couldn't really... You know, eventually he got his thoughts together. Yeah, because
0: it's the article, the, the report is so large that if you were to read, let's say, pages twenty to twenty-five on some some website, some snippet, you can get one opinion of it. But then if you read pages one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and thirty on some other article, it gives you a totally different vibe. Yeah. Versus page the last fifty pages, you give a third vibe, and it's like that shouldn't. If the article, you know, if you're trying to report something it's kind of you're contradicting three different it's uh it's but then on the other side of it it says just read the whole article and then you have an opinion on it instead of reading And at a the little...
1: end of this article he kind of points out the good things and the bad things of it um which was good so like just to keep going in this pcaa announcement uh in 2021 fda charged and asked them with reviewing available data to determine whether premium cigars um existed as a distinct product compared to other cigar products um, if FDA also acts if such products existed to compare health outcomes and the impact it may have on vulnerable populations, um, Nassim stated that while all cigars are tobacco products, premium cigars are predominantly whole leaf tobacco and lack additives, fillers and flavors that can be found in non-premium products. Nassim also agreed with PCA's longstanding position that price point is irrelevant given the cost. Of the material and the construction of premium cigars make them inherently higher price because I think at one point they, they f- said it was a ten dollar thing. Yeah, right? it would only consider it to be premium if it was like at a threshold, which is like ten dollars. Well,
0: another thing in here too is I think that <clears throat> in this in this uh, report they said something along the lines of premium cigars because that was the thing is like you just mentioned there is they there's a very uh, the definition of premium cigars is very gray. There yeah. is no black and white. It's no you know definitive um, wording used. It's kind of... It's up for grabs. And some people say, all right, it's 100% tobacco. And then other people say it's fift- at least 50%. I'm like, there's a big difference there. Yeah, like, this it, what we're smoking is and almost they, 100% tobacco. It's like 99.9% aside from the vegetable glue. But if you it, have some of these other machine-made fact- cigars, they could have 50% tobacco in there and the rest could be crap and they're going to label that as a premium cigar. Like, no,
1: that's... No, yeah. 100% different. He, I, I went through this whole... Half wheel article. I highlighted a bunch of stuff. Made notes so we can touch on them. Um, so the last thing in this PCA announcement, uh, while the report was clear that all pr- uh, tobacco products contain additive nicotine and harmful uh, cons- constituents, I can't even read. Um, I didn't even see it. Where was it? It's the I don't like it freaking matters. No, it doesn't matter. I just want to see the review way. concluded that health effects differ based on depth of inha- uh, inhalation and frequency of use attributed to individual cigar use. The report stopped short of stating that there are fewer adverse health effects. Instead, it indicated that specific research on inhalation patterns was lacking. That is less likely to be inhaled. Um, although the report noted that many premium cigar users do not inhale, they indicated insufficient research was available to draw conclusions so that's just the pca piece
0: right there so here's another interesting thing so you know i'm kind of stepping through half wheel's review on it i guess it's essentially a review on the article um and he kind of goes into why does this report exist he goes into the the history of it um where it started with the fda was trying to figure out what what to call a premium cigar should they regulate it uh, like they would with machine-made and market cigars, or would they regulate them separately? They decide to pick option one, and then cigar trade groups start suing, then there's health groups suing Mar- Maryland. Their health groups Let me see win
1: in Maryland. It kind of goes to this whole thing. But getting to... Um, I think before we get into this whole report, because he has about 11 different points, I wanted to go over point seven, which actually talks about the PCA specifically, that their announcement. Basically stating, why is a PCA taking a victory lap um, about premium cigar category? Since we're already talking about it, right? Okay. Yeah, so go ahead. Because I was going to talk about this. So go ahead. Yeah. So um, in the article, his point number seven title is, why is a PCA taking a victory lap about premium cigar category? And then he mentions, in lesser extent, J.C. Newman did too. Uh, the reasons are probably many, but to me, meaning Charlie from Half Wheel, it seems clear. There's not much in here that substantially changes what we knew about premium cigar regulation yesterday. FDA is not bound by the report findings. You probably won't take, you probably want to take some positive, positive, you want, oh my god, I can't fucking read. You want to take something positive from this. Kid can't even read. This, This is something the PCA and others have been asking FDA or Congress to do for more than a decade. And the last point, this could be good. It would be very helpful for the premium cigar industry for the FDA to establish a definition of premium cigars, particularly under the guise that the products are different, or at the very least, consume differently. Um, Because of the different use patterns and the lack of data, premium cigars deserve to be in their own category, if nothing more, so that they can be studied differently. Um, I'd caution to think that FDA classifying premium cigars, quote-unquote, is in of itself a massive win. Because it functionally won't change things by itself. What it, will, what it will help with is the future of regulation. Whenever someone says uh, on the anti-tobacco side claims, kids use cigars to roll blunts. i never actually heard that one before, but it's definitely true. The premium side can say, hey, uh, we aren't that. FDA says this is a premium cigar, and there's no evidence of showing that. When someone says kids are attracted to cigars because of flavors, the premium side can say, we aren't flavored. Um, so he goes on, it opens the door up to potentially receiving a research about, uh, premium cigars that backs up the claims industry is making that could lead to lighter or less regulations. And it's not just the FDA, a separate definition would be immensely helpful with industry's outreach to Congress and also valuable and state and local level. And that's why the PCA is excited about this piece right here. So there's also about 10 other points. But I want to get that PCA. People. Don't you dare do that to me. Because you're going to be going. You're going to be rambling on any minute right no, it's now. It's
0: funny because I'm reading along, reading along. I'm like, dang, is he going to read this whole fucking page here? Is he going to read the whole next page here?
1: No, I, I mean, I highlighted. I went through it. I highlighted it. No, no so.
0: it's good. No, it's good stuff because it talks about like essentially they're trying to say, well, you need if you want to regulate cigars, you need to define what is a premium cigar you yeah. can't just l- roll us in with everybody because we're not that make it that de- define what it is and then you can go ahead and research it based on what your definition is but if you keep changing the definition then how are you going to get valid research no doubt right and like you said when they say okay well premium cigars are this and they say well kids use them roll blunts like well no you said premium cigars are this so we're not that um kids are you using because of flavored cigars well you said premium cigars don't have flavors so it's like St- pick a definition and stick with it, because if you pick a definition and then research it, and you don't find the research that you want, you can't just change the definition mm-hmm. in order to continue to research until you get what you want. Like
1: yeah, and it also it just gives it just gives premium cigars just that own its own category. You have as cigarettes, it should be. yeah, as it should be. You have cigarettes, right, and you have premium cigars, and you have everything else in between. But having its own um, you know category is a big deal. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, again, we we referenced that FDA article from, like, 2014 all the time saying that one to two cigars a day are nil to your health. You know, I don't know. It says the FDA. So, I'm not sure if, like, they kind of just, like – because you can't find on the FDA website. It's, like, other Reddit websites or other, like, yeah. third-party websites that put that article out. So, I wonder if it was taken down by the FDA. Well, like, if you keep – if you read this article, it kind of goes in where – um, the judge kind of uh, goes against the FDA because they kind of ignored the the research and the questions and answers that they got. Because at one point, I think it's right in the beginning of the article, the FDA actually reached out to like the general public asking yeah. for help, saying, "What is a premium cigar?" And a lot of organizations and people gave answers and gave responses and evidence on what it is. And they didn't like it. And I and I <laughs> I forgot it's somewhere in the article, but it says yeah, in the it, beginning it states that like the judge. Um, kind of made it a note that the FDA kind of just passed on that information and should go back and go through that to you know understand what a cigar is. Yeah, it says that uh, FDA took an unusual step of
0: asking people to provide feedback on whether it should regulate all the cigars in the same way or it should um, separate them from like the mass machine made uh, cigars. And then they said ultimately they decided to regulate cigars in the same way. Yeah. Uh, and then people didn't um, like that. And that's when everybody started yeah. suing. But Let me see here. <clears throat> into... Um, I wanted to talk about this one because it's the second point that he makes. And I find it pretty interesting. When they're talking about... On this committee, apparently this NASEM committee of, of people that did this research. There was 14 people. And... All of them, it says, all of them are professors at U.S. universities, most of whom study health and tobacco itself. Um, In short, it's a bunch of academics who research health and tobacco, right? What I want to know is how many of them actually smoke cigars? Like, are all 14 of them, are they against tobacco doing the research? You know, because it says that they study um, health and tobacco itself. Um, Are they biased in one direction or the other? right like of the 14 do all of them are they non-smokers who hate tobacco and do research against tobacco are they cigar smoke all of them cigar smokers that ultimately want to prove that cigars are are fine or is it half and half like i would i, I would Sarah. hope that it would be half and half seven of them are cigar smokers that are researching to try to prove one thing and the other seven are not cigar smokers that
1: are trying to prove the other thing yeah
0: you know well, what I'm saying? it says
1: right here, it says, you know, who's on the panel, and he goes through what Justin just said, and says, I bring this up to inform you, not so that I can criticize the panel. Um, uh, you very much understand that the perspective of the people who wrote this report uh, and studied these issues, if you choose to either be ignorant of their background or di- or dismiss their views because of their backgrounds, you are doing yourself a disservice. The report exists Even if you don't agree with all the claims made in the report, there's no doubt this will be used like an example of um, competing headlines above, which is earlier in the the article, by different groups on different sides of the regulation. So he's saying like, you know, this study is done because of these people and this is what they came up with, whether you like it or not. And it's going to be used regardless. Yeah. To your point, you want to know. I I want to know who did the research. It's like your dentist, right? Four out of five dentists say don't smoke cigars, but your dentist does. Yeah, well, that's
0: what I want to know because
1: it's like you can
0: have people that say, all right, um, this is a shitty example, but you can have 14 people are researching the best way uh, to win a basketball game, but none of them ever played basketball in their life.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like, okay, well, great. You could say that you could read all the freaking books that you
1: want. But none of none of them have done it. So it's kind of, and that's a bad example. But no, it's 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 an example like you know, not getting political. But say it's a say you bring up an example that's very Republican or conservative based, right? And they want answers on it, and they give it to a panel of Democrats who are who are against you know. The yeah they deal. might just shot you know, it down just beca- not even look yeah, at it not even look at it but you know maybe some of them actually like the idea or maybe they're half and half and need to hear more so you don't actually know what's in so you know, maybe they're there so what he's saying is that they're doing it on purpose that he's they're not
0: saying whether they smoke or not or whether they're against it or not which if you're kind of doing a whole long 520 page res- report on the health effects of tobacco and you're saying that they're comparing I think they're just- to
1: cigarettes i'm assuming that you want to shoot it down and say that they're bad um uh-huh. I would think, you know, these guys who study um, health or tobacco itself. So I would think if you study yeah,
0: tobacco. They're educated. No, they're
1: educated. Not not even say. educated, but like you have to have some kind of interest in tobacco, whether it's good or bad. So that's what he's saying. Like if you're a true if you're a true, you know, reporter or researcher, you want to provide real information, you know, maybe do Maybe today's day and age that you? might be more and more fake news. So maybe uh, maybe that doesn't make sense. But I would think if you study these things, if, like, I'm a, if I want to be an expert in something and I study it, like I, I'm not an expert in cigars, but I know a lot about cigars. So I want to make sure whether I like the information or not about cigars, it's factual. You know what I'm saying? Like when people say cigars are terrible for you, I'd be like, no, they're not. Okay, yeah, they have um, nicotine in them. I don't doubt that, but it's not bad for you in a cigar sense you know what i'm saying like i'm trying you you have to nicotine's relaxing isn't it it is all right it's a good point (laughs) you brought that up because i wanted to make a point about you know nicotine actually has some positive effects but before that i what i was stating before about the Damn! you highlighted the whole damn page over there good information (laughs) this is how i work but um supposed to highlight the key points uh that that doesn't work for me that way (laughs) Just fucking... In other other spots, I highlight key points, but (laughs) I usually like to just read the... It's easier for me if I review... If I look at the highlight, if I just see the word, you know, one word, I'm going to read the whole sentence anyway. So I might as well just hide the whole sentence. So I think so... But what I was trying to say was how the FDA kind of ignored their their findings. It says right here... um, Oh, I just had it. Um, Well, I thought you highlighted it. I I did highlight the (laughs) fuck out of it. Um... (laughs) Oh, okay. Whatever. In August 2022, the, they made a bizarre move. The FDA proposed delaying the product approval process for premium cigars. Uh, that part seemingly troubled for FDA dates all the way back to 2014 when the FDA announced its deeming regulations. Uh, asked people to comment about whether or not it should be – whether or not it should regulate premium cigars. And then it says – uh, plaintiff argued that the FDA did not instead dismiss the comments without actually having evidence that supported that decision it made. So basically saying the FDA said, yeah, we're going to deem them. Uh, we're going to, you know, regulate premium cigars. And the judge was like, well, you asked all these people, you got you gathered evidence and you kind of just ignored it. So you can't do that. So I guess that's a win for the I guess so. Yeah. Right. And I'm, we're kind of all over the place here. No, because. But-
0: well, the question I was going to ask is, you know. You know, back on that the fourteen people and and not knowing their backgrounds, um, I can see it two two different ways. One, you can say, all right, you don't want any bias, whether you know you don't want to know what their backgrounds are, what their current stance on tobacco is. You don't want to know that because you want to stay unbiased, right? But not knowing that information kind of leaves it open for when you read the research, right? One, the research come, out, let's say it comes out and it points tobacco is bad. you am like, all right, well, I want to know. Who did the research, right? Is it people that were that were the fourteen people? Were they biased going in, or on the on the flip side, research comes out cigars are great. All right, let me see the the fourteen. Yeah, right, it, but if you came and said, listen, we got fourteen people, seven of them were biased one way and seven of them were biased the other way, and then you come out with your research, like okay, well you got fourteen educated people that say they study health and tobacco, and four are biased one way and four are biased the other way, and here's the results that the fourteen of them got. That's what I I, that's I think what that I gives you a little bit more um, clarity
1: at the end of it. Yeah, because I, I don't think it should be 14 people who like cigars, and I don't think it should be 14 people who don't like cigars, whether or not they do or whatever. Right. It should be a. Ba- it's kind of like a um, like a uh, what do you call it uh, in the in the fucking court system, the uh, jury. The jury has to have no outside information from the yeah. news, family members, friends of the case. They only know the facts of the case. It's got to be the same way when they do this. Mm-hmm. whether that's true or not, I don't know, but but um, so yeah, so these are some of the things that um, you know they define as a premium cigar association. Uh, they define it as a premium cigar, and they, you know they list their sources. so this is from August 2020, court ruling, um, definition. Wrapped in whole leaf uh, tobacco, contains 100% leaf tobacco binder. Contains at least 50% of the filler by weight. Long filler tobacco. So that's a big that's a big key. I want to stop you right there. So what 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 page
0: is that on? Uh, six. Oh, right here. So this is Table One A, premium Cigar Definition, sorted by definition. And when was that? That was
1: right here, August 2020. Court August 2020, pro- uh, prohibiting enforcement of pre-market authorization requirements for premium cigars. So this is the FDA in 2020,
0: and this is where this is their this is their makeup saying that it has to be wrapped in whole leaf tobacco, contains 100 percent leaf tobacco binder, contains 50 percent filler. Okay, you know what? A 50 percent like if your cigar is made of 50 percent tobacco, not a good cigar. Like that's not that's not a not, good premium cigar. That's what I'm saying. So this is this is where it's that's a very very we, loose definition that yeah. that ropes in uh, all the premium cigars, all the pencil shaving shit, all the black and mild crap like metal
1: little metals on the floor, little buggers that you fifty percent like because these man. that we're
0: smoking is a hundred percent tobacco, long filler tobacco. Yes, sir. There's no bullshit in there. So when they say fifty percent, that is that's big.
1: Yeah. I mean, just to name off a couple other things.
0: And then on top of that, okay, so here's another question. How can you have, and maybe, you know, maybe there's an answer to this. I don't know. How can you have, contains at least 50% of the filler by weight, long filler tobacco? Okay. Let's say it says 52%, right? And then on the bottom, a couple rows down, it says contains only tobacco, water, and vegetable gum with no other ingredients or additives. So flavored cigars are not premium cigars. No, but if it's, so if you have 50%, Tobacco, at least fifty percent. Let's call it sixty-five percent tobacco. What's the other thirty-five percent? It can't
1: be all water and vegetable gum. I see what you're saying. Right? I thought you were going the, were going the flavored cigar route. Right? No,
0: so I'm saying, so this one side says it's got to be at least fifty percent, and the other side says it's only tobacco, water, and vegetable gum. So vegetable yeah. gum only accounts for the the label. Water accounts
1: for the humidity in the cigar. And look, and th- and that's just the FDA. Because if you go right across to Source number seven. It's traditional and large premium cigar tax definition. Colorado General, General Assembly, twenty eighteen. It says uh, is wrapped with a hundred percent leaf. Is bunched with a hundred percent tobacco filler. Yeah, and this was by twenty. This was in twenty eighteen. But like so I see something dates back from ninety eight and two thousand ten. You know they have all these different. Um, this is like, this, basically, it's a mosh posh of what a, a premium cigar is, and it's all over the place. Like, weighs more than six pounds per thousand units.
0: Yeah, so that's like what it's, so basically, what's uh, what is it, a couple grams? Yeah. two, yeah. two, to two grams, something like that? Yeah. Two to three grams? Because think about it, what's, uh, you know, what's six pounds divided by a thousand? What's one thousandth of six pounds? 500 grams is 1.1 pounds. So about 500 grams per pound, and there's six pounds. So that's about three thousand grams, right? Um, in in six pounds of, right? So basically, divide that. So it's three thousand grams in one thousand units. So it's about three grams
1: <laughs>
0: per Dude, per unit, right? My,
1: my my brain is
0: right. So so you just do you know it, so. It basically, about so about three grams. So that means each cigar has to weigh three grams, more than three grams. So that means if you have like a petite cigar out, have a Lancero out. Right?
1: Have anything shorter than a Robusto out. I mean, some of them even have measurements. NCI website 2010 can measure more than 7 inches. Um, This one from Corey ETAL 2018. Usual price paid per stick less than $2. It's considered a premium cigar. So, it's just... That's why it needs to have its own category. It needs to be... um, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to look up, like... And you know, it's worth and let me say it's worth pointing out that it's not um, it's not the case that a definition has never existed, rather an established definition has not existed. Here you go. So it says it has to weigh more
0: than six pounds per thousand, so more than three grams, right? So this one says an average robusto cigar weighs about eleven grams.
1: Yeah. So so the, what what this article is saying about these two tables here, it says it's not saying that. Um, a definition has never been existed and established, meaning like a concrete definition. Because these two pictures um, illustrate various definitions that have been used to describe premium cigars, and the chart of, and the charts doesn't even take into account the FDA's own proposed definition of premium cigars. Change the definition of premium cigar changed from 2014 to
0: 2020. So it's actually interesting. So I, I actually found this really quick, and this kind of uh, um just fact checked myself, right? So this is a uh, this is on cubancigarwebsite.com. Okay, I just okay. googled it. This is Cuban Cigar Factory names. So these are all the different names of the sizes and what their common names are, and it shows you their ring gauge or length and their weight in grams. Every single cigar has come out. So a common robusto, right, five about five by fifty, weighs about twelve grams. Yeah. Okay. So when they say more than six pounds per thousand units, it's about what three grams. That's pretty much every single cigar made. So I, I stand corrected, right? When I would say anything, you know, a petite would probably be out. It's not. A petite would still be considered. So I can look down here. Everything. The only thing that's under three grams is a small Panatella, which mm-hmm. is like a, uh, a four by 26. It's so like a little the little shorties that come in like the tins maybe. Or how about a Cigarello? So a four by 29. Those short ones. Like Remember we had like the Liga Pravada? Those short ones, like well, the like t cigarettes you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all those would say, okay, those aren't, those don't classify, and everything else is pretty much above it. Any small Panatella cigar, so you can, So here's a here's an interesting point. So they, say, so they say, okay, here's the weight, right? <clears throat> it says, let's say it's three grams, <clears throat> or let's call it a little bit more. Maybe we overestimate. Let's say it's three and a half, three grams, three and a half. So they have a blend, right? Liga Privada. They have a the blend T52. The Robusto, the Flying Pig, the Churchill, all labeled as premium cigars because they they have the 50% filler, they have the 100% whatever, they're over the three grams. Same exact cigar, same exact blend, but it's a small Panatella. Now it's under three grams, not a premium cigar. Bizarre. Same exact company,
1: same exact cigar, same exact blend everything. They just make it a little bit smaller. And that's why it says there's many (laughs) definitions. There's not an established definition. This is an interesting website though. This kind of this this is cool. It tells you it tells
0: you save it. Dude, it's long, but it's got the name of what it came out of in Cuba, what they called it, right? So, like for instance, a Robusto. They called it the Bohemios. Fifty one ring by five and a quarter, twelve point six four grams, Robusto, and last produced, they have the current year. So they have ones that like last produced in, you know, 2003, this one, this last produced in 2002, last produced in 1990, like all these crazy sizes. Very interesting. Anyway.
1: Back on topic.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I just thought that really. was, uh,
1: that weight thing was <laughs> Oh, funny. here we go. Here we go.
0: Right. There we go. There we
1: go. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> uh, so get, so get back into it. So these are some of the takeaways from Charlie at Half Wheel. I'm not going to go through them. But, you know, one of them he points out is there's no smoking gun one way or the other. If you're hoping to find some evidence that premium cigars aren't dangerous, that's not here. If you're hoping to find evidence that 12-year-olds buying premium cigars, if you're hoping to find evidence of 12-year-olds buying premium cigars, that's also not here. Page 8. Most of this is not based on new data. The authors of this report acknowledge as much as saying that there should be further studies of premium cigars on a wide range of topics that those will require new data gathering and then there's a there's a uh an answer here i guess from a doctor it says perhaps nothing encapsulates this theory better than an answer from dr stephen tushin i'm not even gonna say his last name uh the committee's chair who said during a Q&A session uh because of their ingredients premium cigars are intrinsically as harmful as cigars and cigarettes and when they, when they say cigars, I mean like machine-made cigars. Well, that's I'm not, what I'm saying
0: because I I have a point right here when all of this stuff that's coming out, all this information when they say it's intrinsically as bad as cigarettes or whatever it is, the points right here in point number six, I think this is like one of the biggest things. This is what we're talking about. You need to define yeah. what a premium cigar is, right? Because on page number nine, right, it says, things that should be noted, the biggest difference between the NA, NASEM, NASM's report, Versus the FDA's um, definition of cigar, right? NASM says does not require a hundred percent tobacco leaf binder, whereas the FDA does. NASM does not explicitly say, "quote contains only tobacco, water, and vegetable gum with no other ingredients," though the F- FDA does. Mm-hmm. Right? So the FDA, that's the regulating body, saying that premium tobacco, premium cigars have to contain hundred percent tobacco leaf, hundred percent binder, hundred percent filler. And only has to be tobacco, water, and vegetable gum. Whereas NASA who's doing all this research, just come up came up with their own thing. Says, no, nah, it doesn't have to have that stuff. And we're going to do research on it. Yeah, I you know mean, what I'm saying? So that's like where you're saying it well, contains all these toxins in this thing. I said, yeah, but it's a completely different definition than what the FDA says. Well,
1: it actually – so after that sentence, it says, because of the ingredients premium cigars are intrinsically as harmful as cigars and cigarettes. The actual health effects, though – are a combination of their intrinsic characteristics and how they are used: duration, frequency, depth of in- inhalation. Since only a small portion of the population smokes premium cigars, and those who do most only smoke a small number each month, the aggregate health effects in this population are modest. So basically, saying yeah, so it's, it's essentially the same shit we always say. Yeah. yeah, smoking tobacco is bad for you, but people who smoke premium tobacco. tobacco endure lower health risks one they don't inhale it two they don't smoke it as often and three there's no motherfucking chemicals um so uh and so to point out to continue on that conversation about it kind of going back and forth point uh back and forth these two conclusions that we were referring to earlier when we were talking about it Charlie says on the positive side it makes it makes it clear that premium cigars are likely to have less of negative health impact because most people that smoke them do less oftentimes than other tobacco products.
0: Right so they're saying that
1: people that do cigarettes and vaping smoke
0: them multiple times a day all day long every single day whereas cigar smokers indulge maybe once a week if that
1: most if that yeah exactly
0: yeah they're not like us that are smoking and after that statement
1: he he refers to this the report and says conclusion 5-5 there is a strong there is strongly suggestive evidence that again health that con- health consequences of premium cigar smoking overall are likely to be less than those smoking other types of cigars because the majority of premium cigar smokers are non-daily or occasional users and because they are less likely to inhale the smoke and then right after it, on the other hand, it says the ingredients are likely to be as dangerous as other types of tobacco products, kind of contradicting what it's just saying because now Inclusion 2.1, what we stated earlier, saying that uh, conclusive evidence that there's addictive, toxic, and carcinogenic um, substances in cigar tobacco in general are the same as those present in cigar uh, cigarette tobacco, um, and which is not the same. These are two completely different things. Um, but this is where the lack of data about premium cigars causes problem for the committee. Most of its scientific findings are not based solely on premium cigars, but rather research on cigars or large cigars, a.k.a. not premium cigars.
0: So I think what this all boils down to, right, because we're coming up on 45 minutes here for the episode. But I think it all boils down to what is a premium cigar? What's the definition the universal definition yeah. of premium cigars. What I would think it is, is cigars that are 100% tobacco. And the only thing that, that's additive is, okay, water. That's That keeps it humidified, keeps it moist. And the vegetable glue. So if you want to include all of those ingredients, it's not really 100%. It's more like 90-whatever, 90, 90 98. But... There's no additive chemicals, there's no filter, there's no flavors, yeah. there's no nothing. It's just tobacco, the water that keeps you humidified, which is inherently in the tobacco leaf, and the vegetable glue. That's what I would think a premium cigar is. Because I think that it's a lot of like what we're, the main topic here is that this gov- this body over here says, hey, this is what we're going to call a, tobacco, uh, a premium cigar, we're going to do all our research on this. And then this body over here says we're gonna call it something different and do our research on this. And there's a third body that's gonna call it something completely different and I feel like you guys gotta to get together and find out this well, is what we're gonna call because that research completely different than this. I mean, you can have your research and they can have their research. It's also But if you're not likely-
1: researching and basing on the same underlying definition, then it's listen, it's for nothing. My thought process <laughs> on and on my thought process on it is it's the FDA, it's the government. They collect millions and millions probably even billions of tax revenue on tobacco. So, and even though, yeah. so leave us the fuck alone. So even though (laughs) uh, George Habersky from the PCA, who we had, Joshua, Joshua Habersky, sorry, Josh, um, who's the head of government relations for the PCA, who we had on the podcast, he stated that point a tenth of a percent right it's i was under a half a percent under a half a percent of all tobacco sales are premium cigars so it's like almost but again what do they define as premium cigars they don't they just say tobacco is tobacco because the money's good and we don't want any no i'm saying like what he was because i think
0: what joshua defined premium cigars was what we were saying it's 100 it's not the machine made stuff it's not the flavored stuff it's just premium cigars that are 100 tobacco Right, and that's only half a per, under half a percent. Whereas these guys could say, you know, nasam NASEM could come in and say, well, that's incorrect because we think that premium cigars are this, and when we run the numbers on this definition,
1: we get ten percent. But at the end of the day, even if NASA comes back and comes to the FDA, the FDA can just say, I don't give a shit about your findings. We're gonna make it the what we want it. Because at the end of the day, they all will have the. Yeah. The iron fist. But what I'm trying to say is, I think the FDA is just so, um, complete, not complacent, content with just collecting. They don't give a shit about premium cigars because, like, in their eyes, are like, it's great tax revenue. Why are we going to, let's just keep delaying it? Eh, let-, let them, let them focus you know what on. They should it do, they should just they tax. Instead
0: of having all these different taxes, we talked about this in a previous episode. What I was saying, uh, we were at an event, right? Um, the, uh, Matthias Clocks event. Uh, at merchants yeah at merchants cigar bar i was saying that they should just i think the vendor there amandola cigars was telling me that the number of cigars that are sold every single year is like 360 million something like that okay that's basically one per person in in america all right that's just just in americas he said it's looking to approach 500 million so i'm like you know what they should instead of trying to change all the different this state taxes this and that state taxes that and this doesn't have any tax what they should do keep it simple right kiss it keep it simple stupid charge 10 charge a quarter of a cigar a quarter of a cigar okay 25% 25 25% on a dollar or, or 25% per 25 cents per cigar okay so let's just call it 400 million cigars are sold every single year and you charge twenty five cents. Cigar smokers are going to be. Sorry. It's a hundred million dollars. Oh, okay. <laughs> that okay, say. that means they're going to collect a hundred million dollars, right? Because twenty five percent on if it was a dollar, it'd be four hundred yeah. million. Twenty
1: five percent of four hundred. So it'd be a hundred
0: million dollars they're going to collect on taxes. Cigar smokers are going to be. I've never said this term ever but they're going to be hella happy. Okay? <laughs> hella happy. Because if you're going in and your cigars like 25 cents, okay, fine. 25 cents per stick, $10 stick, 10 25. Fine. They're going to be happy because they collect 100 million dollars every every year on tax revenue. What's the problem? But why do you got to why do you got to make it so fucking
1: complicated? Because why make it twenty five when you can make it seventy five? Yeah, but it. then you got in Texas, it's one point one cents per cigar, so it's they, like they make it up in California, and New York. Right? I'm like, just it's make stupid. it
0: across the board, keep it. You know why? Because
1: they got to have somebody has to have a fucking job Figure out all this. Stuff. Like, just keep it fucking simple. <sighs> on the, on the other note, that's a side side tangent. Uh, it is a, no, it's a good point though. On the other note, we talked about a lot, and we had a lot of discussions around one of the episodes talking about marketing to children. They don't really talk about it too much in here. But no, it's they a, mention that at the percentage. It does mention the percentage, basically, yeah, right. aka oh, yeah, right okay. aka what we always say, aka what everyone else says in the cigar industry. But it says, what does the report say about kids smoking premium cigars? And the report states that 0.1, a tenth of a percent, 1%, a tenth of 1%. Yeah, a tenth of a percent. Not even 1%. A tenth of 0.1. Very small. Yeah. Very, very small. Of people under the age of eighteen reported using a premium cigar, uh, a statistically insignificant number, meaning it qualifies, qualifying outlier. Okay, key point there in that statement. Point 0.1% of
0: people under the age of eighteen quote they've used or use using 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 more than once a premium cigar, not smoking a premium cigar, not smoked, not s- using, meaning. They're like us. No, like, so what I'm saying about that is that they're not saying that they people under 18 are buying cigars and smoking them. Mm-hmm. People under 18 are buying cigars to probably roll, rip the wrapper off of them and roll a fucking blunt to smoke some weed. Okay, so they, they specifically don't use the term smoked cigars because kids under 18, they say, have you used – that yeah, I've used a but premium it said, cigar. But it
1: says the word premium cigar because kids can just
0: – Again, what do they – this is from the NSA. So they might say the premium cigar is 50% more tobacco, yeah, so they're going yeah, to get yeah, in a yeah, freaking yeah. white gets, owl. We don't
1: know what – we don't know, I guess, what they're referring to as a premium cigar. because They rank. could
0: say they go get a white owl from fucking gas station
1: true, true, and true. rip that off and roll
0: a blunt with it and say, yeah, I used a premium cigar. Because why don't they say that they smoked a premium cigar? Because they can't prove that. You know what I'm saying? Because they 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 want to rope it in here into the findings and say, hey, no, they used it. They didn't. So that's another. That's that's like all the it's stuff when you read about it, you have to pick out the specific words that they
1: use. See, that's why we that's why we have two brains that are better than one. And then so the other one is 0. 6, 6 tenths of a percent of people who say they have smoked a premium cigar in the last thirty days say they were under eighteen. So did they say smoked? Smoked. Okay. So the other one says they used. Mm-hmm. <coughs> interesting,
0: interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No. And We're coming uh, up on an hour, man. That's good. That's fine. I got this is good. This is good shit. This is what people want. to It's hear. a good conversation. It's um. <coughs> so yeah, we went through we went through this already. Anything else I really want worth mentioning? Like, okay, so this is what I said. FDA could at the end of the day, we can they can have 14 different million reports about what a premium cigar is. They could, they could still say fuck all your reports. We're gonna make it whatever we want. Yeah. It says FDA isn't bound by the report. FDA does not have FDA does not have to adhere to anything in this report. Um, FDA hasn't satisfied the court order yet. So we don't know when the act is, FDA they was required to do two things per the court order, study premium cigars and their health slash use slash marketing impacts and study a streamlined process for premium cigar product approval. So at the end, that's all it was.
0: So I think at the end it says, you know, at the whole uh, not the end of the report, the end of this article that's reviewing the report, it was saying that there's
1: really no major um, step in any direction. <laughs> yeah, it, for it, for it cigars, it could be, it could be, but like it's not a, it's not a stepping. I guess I it's, not it's not a not
0: definitive. St- yeah, it, there's nothing's going to change tomorrow. It could is what be a saying. stepping
1: stone, a good stepping stone, but um, but anyways, anyway. That's gonna do it. That. That's gonna do it, man. That was that was good. That's a good conversation. You no, know,
0: I, I, I liked. begin when I first started reading it. I was kind of like the, the the famous Eric uh, sendoff until he's gonna <laughs> knock the charge out. I, the, right. Um, when I first started reading this, I, you know, I was in that mood. I'm like, I want to fucking read this. And then he's as we start talking X.
1: about it, it was good. So. Come on, anyway. man, I, wouldn't bring, I wouldn't present anything to you that I the know, people I don't know. want and you don't want, you know? I got you. you know, this is industry news. This is stuff that keeps people informed, and we are the platform or one of the platforms that's got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. So if you like this episode, if you uh, like us, please hit that slot. Oh, please <laughs> if you're on YouTube, please hit that like button, please hit that subscribe button, and please hit that bell so you get notified anytime we drop a new video or a new episode. Follow our website, burndownpodcast.com. Become a member. Five dollars a month. Exclusive discounts. We have exclusive partnerships with, uh, who do we have? Nova Cigar, Cigar and Pipes.com, Kansas Clean Distillery, Revive Vinyl, and our newest and improvest, hottest sponsor, Unicorn Hunters Club. Um, check them out. And uh, burndownpodcast.com. Become a part of our giveaway, too, every single month. Love you guys. Thanks, as always. Chin-chin. <laughs> cheers. Salud. <laughs>